Okay, are we going? Did you press go? Did you turn that turning on button on? This is Sarah. This is Megan. And we are two cool moms. Yeah, we are. Okay, I'm going to stop. I'm pushing the button. I decided to do this podcast because we have been talking about it for a long time, actually. Um, we've both been through a lot in our lives uh, between kids and marriages and all the things that we go through, right? That, that, that we have. So, I mean, we, we decided that we wanted to share what we experienced, our experiences um, of going through all of this. We've been friends for long, since how long? 2016? Something like that. Yeah. Remember we went at some formal oh, dress-up yeah. party. Yeah, yeah, the Chamber of Commerce yeah. dinner. Yeah, but so that's where we first met, and we just... We hit it off, and here we are. Here we are. Yeah. We are currently sitting on the couch in my apartment. Because Megan has a boo-boo. I have a little bit of a boo-boo on my leg. It's going to get better, though, and then I'm going to be back to the strong warrior I am. That's right. Sarah is kicking butt, and she is oh, she's going to be competing in her second bikini contest. Second bikini contest. Go, Sarah. I'll be cheering her on the sidelines going, yay. Yes. So, yeah, Go Sarah, yay. how long have you been training? Uh, two years for eight pounds of muscle. Eight pounds of muscle. <laughs> it doesn't sound like a lot, but... It's like, it takes two years to build. It takes two years to Oh, that's kind of depressing. I'm sorry. No, for me, it was a lot of work. I bet. It was a lot of work. I, I, I do not build muscle easily, whereas Megan is a beast. Yeah, she also builds fat really easily, too. <laughs> <laughs> I think as women, we all do after a certain age. <laughs> oh, gosh. But we thought we'd start this podcast off with just a little bit about... Uh, each of us and um, just a brief synopsis of our lives and and Megan you go ahead and why don't you okay I get to go first I am a twice married female kick-ass woman (laughs) Um, my first marriage lasted a whopping one month woohoo go 20 year olds that was a very stupid choice my second marriage lasted 13 years we're together 16 years he left me very suddenly for another woman. Seems much younger. Whatever. Thing of the past. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. But in the end, I'm a much, much happier, stronger woman. Um, and I see that. You do? I do. Oh, you're so sweet. I see that. I feel stronger. I know myself better. I actually lost myself a bit in the marriage. I don't know if oh, I ever told you that. Yeah. Yeah. I totally forgot who I was. Mm-hmm. My love of music went out the door in my marriage. Um, I actually, I play the piano. I did when I started, gosh, high school. You're so good at it. Well, thank you. Oh, you picked it right back up. I did. Mm-hmm. I bought myself a piano about a year ago. So proud of you. Thank you. And I know I play again. I go to concerts again. I love my love of music again. Um, I found my smile again. Yeah, you I did. haven't laughed this much and... I know you say you've, like, put on weight. Yeah. <laughs> but you honestly, like... I look at pictures from back when you were still married, and you are just a totally different. Aww. Yeah. See, that's why no, I love sure. her so much. No, for sure. It's Aww. so good to see. Well, thank you. Yeah. yeah, so I feel a lot stronger. I feel a lot better. I feel a lot happier. Um, I have two beautiful kids, a 22-year-old and a, oh, she's almost 15. Oh, my goodness. And they are beautiful children who test me every day of my life. Mm -hmm. Some days are better than others. What were we saying earlier about them? I 
I don't know. Should we repeat it? I don't know. <laughs> We're great moms. Mom of the year. Go mom of the year. That's yeah. right. That's us. That's us. Yeah. Awarded every year. <laughs> it's hard being a mom. Like, we not wish it on our worst enemy, I think is what we were saying. Yes. It has its rewards for sure. But my goodness, nobody talks about how tough it is to raise Mm -hmm. teenagers into young adults functioning young adults for that matter Mm -hmm. that you can't you can't be their best friends i'm sorry you have to be their parent and nobody talks about how hard that is and how the guilt oh the Mm -hmm. guilt and we'll have a whole episode on mom guilt oh mom guilt (laughs) for sure so that's a little bit about me yeah well there's a lot about you yeah there is we're going to have to probably do a whole yes. episode on Megan. Oh, gosh. Sarah and I actually did a... Um, yes, tell about that. Bikini competition. Bodybuilding competition. And the, Megan actually got me into this. I, I thought you got me into this. No, I thought you dragged, you dragged me into this. Mm-hmm. I did? Oh, yeah. Did I? It was Av- I, I was your, I was a tag-along. You, I thought I was a tag-along. <laughs> oh, no, I've been telling this story like I'm the tag-along. Oh, did my I? gosh. No, it was after your divorce. It was after my divorce. I needed something to keep me focused. Mm -hmm. Because I swear, when you have a goal and you're going for something and striving for something, it keeps you focused and gets you through some hard times. So I asked you. You asked. Well, I don't think you asked me. Or did I I tell you? I think I said, you know what? That sounds like fun. I think you did. (laughs) And then I'll tell you, I didn't really hit me that... um, so it didn't really hit me when we were doing the bodybuilding competition. I don't know if I had told you the story. I don't think so. Um, until I got the bikini in the mail. I didn't know what you wore on the stage. I just knew we were training for some competition. It was keeping me busy. And I'm like, okay. And then we, I saw the bikinis online. I knew what I ordered. I didn't realize how tiny they were until they come in this little box. And it's so pretty. And you open it up. And it's like this little piece of thread and you're holding up going I have to be on stage in this yeah for real <laughs> and that's when I started freaking out yeah and then we tried them on yeah oh that was that a was mistake the worst <laughs> decision ever yeah it was oh my gosh but, but you get, did it yeah getting through that that really helped clear my mind get me back on track find myself again um I started dating again during then and I remember guys used to ask me, so what do you like to do for fun? You know, the typical first date question. I'd be like, uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I like to drive my kids around. Like, mm-hmm. I don't remember what my hobbies were. And so then I made it a goal to figure out who I was again. And that was a whole thing. Yeah. Um, I've forgotten how much I love music, like I said. I've forgotten how much I love to read. I actually enjoy crocheting. Did I ever tell you that? I, well, I did not know that about you until, like, recently. I can crochet one thing. It's a dishcloth. Mine turned into triangles, <laughs> yeah. so you're way ahead of me. So if anybody needs a dishcloth, let me know. I can crochet you one. Um, bl- I've crocheted one blanket, and it's an interesting shape. I get the triangle thing. Yeah. So if you need a triangle dishcloth, talk to Sarah. Square you ones, I can mostly do, I think, square or rectangles. Great. Mm. Yeah. So that's me in kind of a nutshell. Maybe there'll be more. I'm sure. Oh yeah, like, no. There's a ton that will, we will unravel as we go about talking about, and this is part of why we're doing this podcast because we've been through so much, um, individually, and together since we've been friends. So, um, 
So yeah, I think there's a lot to your story that a lot of women can relate to and that you can help maybe somebody mm -hmm. else out there that's going through a divorce um, or, you know, yeah. some dating trust issues. <laughs> yeah. There's some good stories there. Yeah. Working full time as a single mom with not a lot of help. Yeah. That is a whole thing in itself. Mm -hmm. And there is not a lot of support out there. And it is hard. If you can get through that, you can get through anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then you talk, we're going to talk about your tribe and, and mm, finding your tribe. The right tribe and yeah. Picking the right tribe is <sighs> huge. Yeah. Megan's cat is losing his mind over here right now. So uh, you'll have to, you know, appreciate our professionalism here as we uh, do this podcast that Toby is playing in his cat maze. Toby, our cat. Yes. He's just kind of. Oh, my gosh. Oh, have I told you about my friend Elise? Speaking of Toby, our cat, I don't know why this made me think of this. So I go out with a friend, my single friend Elise, a lot. And we just go to a lot of the local bars and yeah. go have a drink and go have dinner or whatever because Sarah has a husband. Um, so, and Sarah doesn't drink cause she's in training too. So, and she doesn't eat either. Well, she eats, but it's really hard for her to eat. Yeah. So I totally get that. Anyway, at least and I go out and we often don't get hit on, mm -hmm. which I have a boyfriend, Dan finds, he doesn't believe me when I say that, but my friend, Elise and I, we think it's because we give off this love lesbian vibe. <laughs> we go together. That's awesome. And we, sometimes we sit next to each other because we like to people watch and we're trying to find yeah. her a man, and we kind of scope out. You know how you do? You scope out the guys. You, and you look around here. <clears throat> There's not a lot around here. I'll tell you that. Um, That's and if, funny. If you're local, come, come, come find us, because um, I'll, I'll show, meet you. I'll meet you, my friend. I'll show you my friend Elise. <laughs> there we go, my lesbian friend. So we joke that Elise is my lesbian partner, um, because we don't get hit on. I swear, we give off lesbian vibes. Is what we say. So. I don't know where I was going with that story. Well, I think it's funny, though, that your boyfriend thinks that you're getting hit on everywhere you All go. All the time. You know seriously. what I mean? Because my husband was very much like that when we were first together. Very much like not wanting me to go places without him because I think he was afraid. But I think it just goes to show that they appreciate what they have and they know what they have. That's true. So yes. they're scared to, you know, for somebody else to see and not that we're easily taken because we're not. We're both have very much agreed that the men that we are with now are pretty much the end of the road for us. Yes. We don't want to train any any others. So <sighs> the training process is long and hard. It really is. Ugh. I think I'm that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> we're also big office fans. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Twelve-year-olds. Yeah, we are. Because we're too cool. We're too cool. <laughs> oh my gosh! Did you see Toby's face? He's looking at us now, and like I he's know. nuts. He was just walk, running around like a crazy guy. <clears throat> now he's looking at us like we're nuts. Yeah, he's too cool for school now. Yeah, I'm laying in his reusable shopping bag. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what else, Megan? Um. Okay, I'm going to turn it over to Sarah, and she's going to tell you her story. Yeah, so um, I am a happily married woman of 39, almost 40. I have two children and two um, stepchildren, bonus children. Um, my daughter is 21. She's our oldest, and my son is 15. He's our youngest, and then my husband has 
a 20 year old and an almost 18 year old almost graduated um, and that's our family we have three dogs who are like my kids Megan will tell you <laughs> for sure an Alaskan Malamute Auntie Megan. yeah Auntie Megan yeah I have an Alaskan Malamute who thinks he's a lap dog mm-hmm. he's itty bitty he is not itty bitty <laughs> uh, yellow lab it's the best Max, dog ever. He is the best dog ever. And then Max's daughter, Gypsy. Who is not the best dog ever. <laughs> she tries. She, she does try hard. She does try hard. Yes. Just like Bo. Yeah. Bo tries hard. Bo tries hard. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so it it's, uh, can be a very chaotic house at some times, uh-huh. uh, but we love it. Um, Miriam is from my first marriage that lasted uh, not even a year. I was 18 when I had her. I got married at 17, actually. My parents had to sign paperwork. Did I ever tell you that? No. Yeah, my parents had to sign paperwork for me to be able to marry my first husband. Wow. Because I was pregnant. I grew up in a religious family, religious, you know, uh, community. And um, we were non-denominational Christians. So we were going to, um, you know, we had a church that we were going to. But anyway, that was just what we did. I left the house. I ran away when I was 17, 16. I ran ran away from home. Yeah, um, thought I had it so bad at home. Um, wanted to be with my my boyfriend and ran away from home and got pregnant. And uh, anyway, uh, my little blessing, Miriam, she was an amazing baby. She was such a good girl. Um, still is a good girl. She's always been a good girl. So I was very blessed with her. But that marriage lasted not even a year. I want to say 10 months. And... Uh, left him he cheated on me he was abusive so we we left me and Mary we yeah I did not even at that age did not put up with with that so anyway and I think both of us recognize the signs of abuse and the cycle of abuse it is not always easy to get out of no no it's not and I I understand but I don't understand how people stay in it because when I saw it, I left. You have to be strong, and I think that's the hardest thing a lot of times is to be strong mm-hmm. enough to get to the other side. Mm-hmm. But it's so much better on the other side, so much better. Yeah, I mean, I think we're both living proof of that, yeah. of what you can accomplish when you walk away from the toxicity. Absolutely. Because I got remarried when I was uh, 22. 23 um to my son's dad so here we are in marriage two dad number two (laughs) um but yeah so we were married for several years um and again it was not a healthy relationship he was a, a veteran and um had some unresolved issues and would not get them dealt with and you know and that's where it tends to be um, directed towards your loved ones at that point when you're not dealing mm-hmm. with your issues. Um, and so that was a very tough marriage. Um, and verbally, never physically, but verbally very abusive and just not a good situation. And I wasn't perfect in the marriage either. I mean, it was just a very rough, rough marriage to be in. Um, but when Christian turned five... Um, I decided to leave him and um, it was a good decision at the time still a good decision not at the time but still a good decision Um, glad I made it we just were not good for each other we are definitely better 
um, separate because we can co-parent very well. You do. I am often amazed at how well you two co-parent. Thank you. I, yeah. You should do an episode on that. Maybe. Because you do have a really good co-parenting situation yeah. with him. And it doesn't happen all the time. No. Um, he had to get the help he needed. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm very thankful that he did that and he did the work. Because it's mm. not easy to, to face your demons. It's not. And to do the work. Mm. Actually really do the work is so hard. And he, you know, and he did it for his son to have a better life for himself. Yeah. You know? And so I can definitely appreciate that. Um, and, yeah, the co-parenting has been a real blessing. And God has been really good to us in that, in that way. So I'm very thankful for that. Um, What's that? I'm sorry. What? No. I was just remembering how you started this off, and you started off talking about. Did you talk about your dogs or your kids first? My kids. Okay. I said no. I, I mentioned my kids. I know. I'm so, Sarah I'm loves her too. Dogs. I do love my dogs. I wish that. Yeah. That's. I will forever give her a hard time about her dogs. Oh, they're my life. They are. They are her kids. I miss them more when I leave than my kids. Mm-hmm. Don't tell my kids that. <laughs> you do. I remember coming back from trips from you, and you're calling about the dogs. Oh, yeah. Are the dogs okay? Can I see the dogs tonight? The kids are fine, too. FaceTime them. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you kill two birds with one stone. True. You're FaceTiming your kids. Right. Absolutely. Right. Making sure the dogs are okay. Right. Exactly. They are just like kids. Yeah. But, no, that's in a nutshell. And, like, Megan will just kind of unravel as we go through our episodes of why... um, we think the way we do, why we act the way we do, how we became who we are. Um, I think I think we're both um, in a good place in our lives now to be able to speak to a lot of these things. Um, you know, I'm very happily married. My husband, I say all the time, he made it under the radar. I think I tell everybody <laughs> that, and he is the best man um, God could have blessed me with. He is. He's an amazing guy, and I'm just so fortunate. He's a nice one to be able to to call him my husband. So I'm very lucky. But but I will say we're two very strong, independent females. Not oh, everybody yeah. can deal with us. Um, oh yeah, no. Greg has and, to put up with a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I am not easy to deal with sometimes. That is for sure. It takes a special man. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a lot of our trials that have gotten us to where we are to think the way we are and I think we just share a lot of of knowledge and how to be a strong what we really want to pass along honestly is how to be a strong person because it's it's not easy and I think people often think they're alone and they're not there's so many people out there who are looking for tribe and just need someone just or not need but want someone just to listen to them and and hear them out. So that's one of the reasons we started this. It's just to to pass along that you can do your what you're going for, your biggest trials, your strongest, your what your weaknesses are. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because yeah. I think a lot of people feed into their weaknesses instead of mm. growing from their weaknesses. Oh, so true. So true. Right? right? I mean, in this society, weaknesses are praised, but triumphing, triumphing over those weaknesses... Mm-hmm is not so much praised. Right, exactly. I mean, am I right? You are so right. And it's hard. And it's so, doing the work. Mm-hmm. Do the work. Because on the other end of that work is the results that you want. Mm-hmm. I mean, living and feeding into, like I always tell myself, we're not living here. Have your moment. 
move on. Yeah. You don't live here. Exactly. Exactly. You know, so it's not saying that you don't feel. It's not saying that you don't deal. Right. It's saying that you move on. Right. And I think recognizing that is a big part of that moving on that, okay, this is what's going on right now. How do we get through it? Mm -hmm. I remember going through my divorce. I remember that when it first hit and those first couple weeks alone was so hard. I did not think I would be able to get through to Mm -hmm. the other side. I remember staying awake all night because Mm -hmm. I was still in our bedroom and it felt like our bedroom, but it was, I was all alone and I did not know how I was going to get through this all on my own. But I did the work. I actually I listened because um, it was COVID, so mm-hmm. nothing Can was we talk open. about oh like compounded <laughs> issues. Yes. Oh my gosh! It yeah, it was, it was and rough. It was just me and my teenage daughter. Yeah, all by herself. For real. So let me tell you, that was a time. Mm-hmm. If you ever want to go through a time, middle school teenage daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went through some trials. But we made it through, and on the other end, I am so much happier. I know myself again. I know what I want. I will never go back. To, I keep. I talk about that all the time. I will never go back to who I was or settle for anything ever again. You, I know. You were gonna say that you were listening to something. I was listening to. Hold on. Oh, oh, thank you. Yes, I was listening. So to get through my divorce, I listened through a lot of self-help books. Um, I think I listened to a podcast. I talked to Sarah a lot. I did a mm-hmm. ton of journaling. I journaled every day just about whatever was in my head, whether it made sense or not. And all of those things put together really helped me to see that it that it's okay. It will be okay in the end. There's another side of it. Yes. Yeah, and I think you just kind of hit the nail on the head where you said, I read the books, I listened to the podcast, I did the work. Mm-hmm. You did the work. Mm-hmm. And no matter how hard it was and how much your heart hurt and your life was turned upside down by a decision of somebody else, you decided for yourself right. to do the work. Exactly. Because that was the, my divorce was not my decision at all. Because you could have it let was... him control that and how you felt. Right? Absolutely. I mean, you could have fallen into oh, that God, victim yes. mentality poor of... me. Yeah. Look at me. Poor me. I could have. Absolutely. Very easily. That would have been a very easy situation. They might, might even see, you know, oh, my husband left me and I'm all by myself with my teenage daughter. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, you, you, you overcame. Overcame. I and did the work and... Here I am. I actually sold yeah. our beautiful house. It, it was a gorgeous house. It was house. really pretty. But it I, was a nice house. I recognized it was it was way too big for me. It was what? Oh, it was. 2,000 square feet, would you say? Oh, at least. And a pool, two acres of lawn. Two acres? Yeah. I don't know. It took me like an hour to mow that thing. I spent that first summer by myself. I spent that whole summer just taking care of that house. And I recognized I wanted more to my life than that. Mm-hmm. So I sold the house. And right now, actually, we're only living in... It's much smaller, but I'm so much happier because my life isn't devoted to my house and I can actually get out there and live. I've gone to concerts. I love going, you know that. Mm-hmm. I love going to concerts. We love our concerts. Yes. Dan, are going to go see Mo next week? I don't know about I, Mo. Oh, I, I can't remember either. I listened. I wouldn't have said yes if I didn't like the music. But I can't remember what they play, so. Yeah, I don't know about the Mo. Stay, stay tuned. Who's Mo? Who's the Mo? We'll find out. Stay tuned next week to find out more about Mo. Mo about Mo. Mo, Mo. Mo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we crack ourselves yeah, up. That's, that's how we roll. <laughs> that's why we're two cool moms. That's why we are two cool moms. All right, well, so, it's been great chatting with you guys. It has. This is just a little introduction to what makes us tick. 
tune in next week for our first in-depth episode about the journey the journey oh that's probably a good one the journey it's gonna be a good one should we sing a song by journey oh we could who's what does journey sing i can't sing you can but i can if i could turn back time share <laughs> share journey. we'll work on this we'll work on it <laughs> we'll see you next week bye, bye. You're not recording over it, are you? No, I don't think I am. It's the copy anyway. Oh, okay. Let's. So if you want to, feel free to email us. We are at two, the number two, cool, K O O L moms, M O M S, pod, P O D, at gmail.com. Email us questions, comments, whatever your heart desires. Yeah. Yeah. We look forward to hearing from you.